All right, guys, welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. I am Coach Cheryl, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, education, and a ton of tips to help you all on your fitness journey. And today, I am hoping that my own personal story is going to help some of you guys out there. And I honestly don't want to spend the next six to eight months talking about my shoulder rehab, but I am going to try and also include that in some of my podcast episodes. Uh, I'm going to be documenting my journey to recovery. Um, on my Instagram as well, because I think that as I was getting ready to go through this procedure, what I was looking for is, you know, just maybe some people to connect with that have been through um, something similar to me to know what to expect and and how they kind of got through it. Because there's a lot of things that I'm about to experience that um, have kind of not really been in my in my world for a long time. And I know it sounds dumb, but like I am somebody that works out twice a day, training for the goal of being an athlete um, for the last you know, God knows how long. So not being able to have that in my, in my life right now is going to be hard. And, and I'm going to talk to you guys today about a couple of things that you guys should all be doing, even if you're not an athlete and you're just looking to, you know, maintain some fitness and, and not lose all of your gains and, or all of your losses, if you lost some weight uh, during some time off, but to lay some backstory, I just want to kind of say thank you to everybody that's been reaching out to me um, about my shoulder situation uh, and a lot of questions about like, what did you have done? what was your diagnosis and wanted to kind of break that down a little bit for you guys. So long story short, um, you know, earlier years of CrossFit, I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to say that that is why this happened, but I do think that that was a huge piece of it. Uh, when I first started CrossFit back in 2010, um, earlier stages of CrossFit ring muscle-ups and bar muscle-ups were uh, a huge weakness of mine. And I really wanted to get good at them. And I had developed some pretty bad patterns with them. Um, earlier on, I could really fight my way through some, some gnarly muscle ups where I would internally rotate my right shoulder. Um, and if you remember judging me back in like 2011, you would probably remember seeing those. And I see this all the time in the CrossFit gym nowadays. And, you know, as I grew two or three years into CrossFit, I realized, Hey, I have got to stop doing these things, but it didn't, it didn't change the fact that the damage had kind of already been done. Um, and it's why even as I was coaching classes, I would always hate seeing people struggle through a bar muscle up that was really ugly. Um, hearing people come in with these shoulder things and they were just fighting through snatches and, and just not ever really working on the things they should be doing to fix those things. Cause I, I also understood at one point that was me. I wanted to just, you know, wanted to be good. I wanted to do all those fun things and, and I was really good at compensating. Um, but long-term, you know, not the best thing. So, Long story short, over time, definitely had some itises showing up in my shoulder. Um, in 2018, the one of the open workouts was a workout with double unders, um, like overhead squats, I think thrusters, ring muscle-ups, and bar muscle-ups. It was like 100 double unders, 10 reps of like ring muscle-ups, 100 double unders, 10 overhead squats. Then it was like double unders, thrusters, I think, and then bar muscle-ups. It was a, a lot of volume in a short amount of time. And, uh, long story short, I redid, I keep saying that, but I, I redid the workout because I had basically finished all, but like one of the ring muscle ups after round two. And I knew that if I got into that second round, I was going to get a whole bunch of free reps from the double unders. So I redid the workout, but on my last rep, I kind of fought through it. Like I had in an old movement pattern and I definitely felt something not good in my shoulder. So that kind of became the start of like this ongoing, nagging injury in my shoulder come 2019 got an MRI they told me I had some bicep tendonitis um, a paralabral cyst from an old uh, tear 
which was probably from years ago. Um, and they tried conservative treatment therapy and uh, cortisone injection kind of got better. And then uh, following year, uh, things were kind of flaring up again. He suggested a bicep tenodesis where they essentially cut the bicep tendon um, and re reattach it to the humerus to kind of settle things down because the tendonitis was getting worse. I declined the surgery, um, did rehab again, and it had been getting better. It, it was, it was honestly, my shoulder has been through periods where it's on and off, but I've always been able to kind of manage it. It's never been 100% since that 2018 experience. Uh, it's always kind of bothered me and I didn't really, you know, want to have surgery. So I, I just kept telling myself, I'll just keep dealing with it. Um, but it's been limiting. I've, I've had times where I've had to lay off of snatches. I've had to lay off of muscle ups. Then it's super frustrating that I'll make progress and then get, have a setback happen. Um, and then fast forward to last year, uh, 2022, um, I was training and, um, it was just before Thanksgiving. Uh, and I was actually dealing with a foot injury at the time. So I was doing a little bit more upper body and, um, it started with one day I was in my garage uh, doing some snatch balances. It was hot outside. The bar slipped off my back. My arm kind of internally rotated, started to feel that funkiness again, took it easy. Uh, but it was kind of just not really getting any better. And as an athlete, I was doing a workout once again with muscle ups, no bad form on these, but just, they were all of a sudden getting painful. Um, and I like started the workout and like two or three reps and I'm like, I can't do this. It's too painful. And that was kind of the start of the, okay, this is not just going to be a layoff. This is something that's not getting any better. So I did try. I've been laying off of it since uh, November. Um, been doing nothing overhead that has been, I mean, I have only been able to use dumbbells. Um, you know, overhead pressing has been torture. Uh, there's been no muscle ups. There's been no, I mean, I've tried using a band and I'm like, hey, if it hurts with the band, it's going to hurt without the band. And I finally was like, all right, this isn't getting any better. You got to go see somebody else. And so rather than going to the same doctor, I went to get a second opinion because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go to somebody that is not, there's no, they don't have any backstory. They, they're getting everything fresh. And I went to a specialist that I saw back in 2013 when I had to have surgery on my wrist when I was attacked by a dog. Um, and she had a non-biased opinion. So we got a new MRI and I was so grateful that everything happened so quickly. I went there two Thursdays ago and she got me in for an MRI the very next week. So I went and got the MRI last Wednesday. Um, and then my follow-up appointment, we scheduled the day I was there and it was for the next Thursday. And she's like, we're going to expedite things and get things moving really quickly for you. She did suspect the same thing as I did, that it was a subscapularis tear, just knowing the limitations that I had. Um, and so MRI came back. Yes, there is a high grade partial subscap tear along with your bicep tendon being completely out of the bicepital groove. It is just flapping around there. Like there's nothing you can do about this. So, um, essentially she's like, Cheryl, it's surgery. Like there's, there's no way around it. And that was like, almost like a moment of fear, a moment of relief, a moment of uh, so many emotions, but also no emotions at all. Because like I said, I am so conditioned to be an athlete and all I'm hearing is oh my God, you're not working out for the next six months. That's all I was hearing. But I also had this glimmer of hope that, okay, all this shit you've been dealing with for the past five years is about to be fixed. And you're going to be 100%. You're going to see what it feels like to have a shoulder working at hundred percent again. And you haven't had that. 
And so it was like opportunity along with a lot of fear. So I didn't think about it. I said, let's schedule the surgery. She goes, when you want to schedule? I'm like, as soon as possible. And she said, February 1st. And I said, if that's as soon as you got, let's do it. Um, now the beauty of my job is I do work from home and I do work. I would like to say I work on my own time, but I really don't, but I can kind of plan things around, um, some things like this. And, and so I knew that that would be, you know, hard, but I was going to make it happen. Next day I came, it was Friday, last Friday, and I'm in the gym and I'm trying to do chest of bar pull-ups literally the day after being told you have a subscapularis tear. And I'm like, well, not going to make it any worse. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is going to be, this is so dumb, Cheryl. And I started crying because I'm like, Cheryl, you've got to have this taken away from you because you're just, you, you need to get this done. And I knew I was going to spend the next two weeks, like thinking about the surgery. And, um, at that point, believe it or not, chest of bar pull-ups had not bothered me like before that, because I could still do pulling movements. It was just the internal rotation. So for those to start bothering me now, I was mad. Um, so I called her, I'm like, Hey, like if you can get me in any sooner, please do. I just can't wait another two weeks. I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I'm literally going to go crazy. And I just want to get it over with. I want to start the recovery process. And I'm so grateful that she fit me in on the very next Tuesday. So two, three days ago had surgery. Um, today I feel so much better. Um, and I'm going to kind of, today's episode is really talking about injuries and, and kind of, I want to give you guys a little bit of a layout of my personal plan, what I'm looking to do. Cause I think it's something that a lot of you guys can hopefully benefit from, but I wanted to lay the backstory. And for those of you guys that are interested in what I'm going through, um, she did a full bicep tenodesis and she also did a, um, a subscapular subscap repair. She said all of my cartilage, my tendons, ligaments, all look good. Um, but there was no repairing that it was a full tear. Um, there was nothing that was going to make that any better. So I'm glad that I went through the surgery. Um, it's scary, but I'm also really, really hopeful that it's going to come back strong. And so going over first couple of days uh, for you guys, the first day at uh, home was really hard. Um, it was hard to get comfortable sleeping. Uh, by the way, if you've never had a nerve block before, that was the craziest thing ever. Um, if you ever want to know what it feels like to be paralyzed, there you go. Like no motor control of my entire right arm, um, which was bizarre. But when that wore off, uh, the pain set in and I was very uncomfortable on Tuesday night, could not sleep at all, uh, because you have to sleep sitting up and there's just, there was just no way I was getting comfortable. I tried laying on my couch. I tried propping myself up in the bed. Didn't happen. Um, so Wednesday was also a hard day, just being super tired, trying to get through work. Uh, I'm sure I made a ton of typos in a lot of the things I was trying to do. Um, but I was trying to kind of keep some normalcy to my life, um, just so that I didn't get depressed because I know I have a tendency to fall into depressions. And then Wednesday night, I did sleep very well. And then uh, I think I said I got 10 hours of sleep. And I woke up Thursday morning feeling pretty tired. And then last night, I slept pretty well again, and woke up this morning feeling way better. Uh, in terms of pain medications, they did prescribe me pain medications. Um, and I took one the first night, but I also stopped taking them after that because I'm kind of, I'm kind of a, a tough girl. Um, the girl is like, I won't take it unless I need it. However, I did take ibuprofen, uh, to help me sleep just because of the pain. And that was fine. So I took ibuprofen Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and did not take any last night and did not take any yet this morning. And I am at a scale of one to 10 right now. My pain is a zero. So I also want to tell you guys right now that I don't want to cry, but um, I think CrossFit and I think 
all of the training that I've done to be good at CrossFit and the amount of shit that I put my body through, uh, for that, because I think that I am so resilient to pain <laughs> that like, I don't even need it. And that's just awesome. I also think it's why I'm recovering very quickly. Um, I, you know, I, I, my mom's like, how did you put your hair up, Cheryl? I'm like, well, I just did this. And she's obviously, my mother is here helping me. Thank God. But, uh, she's obviously nervous. She knows her daughter too well. And she knows that I'm going to do whatever I can. And so I try and be as self-sufficient as I can. Um, so I did get my hair put up today. That's why it looks kind of crappy, but it is, it's back. So at least it's back. I, I need to wash it today, but it's back. Um, so yeah. And that's where I'm at. I've taken no pain medication. Um, now I say I'm pain-free at rest. I cannot move my arm pain-free. I can straighten my arm, but I can't move it around. I can't, I'm not lifting it overhead. My range of motion right now is meant to be very limited. I'm supposed to be in this sling full time. I have to sleep with it on. Um, I can take it off for periods, but it's, it's really going to be a road to recovery. My first appointment is on the second, I'm sorry, no, the 6th of February, um, with my follow-up. So for the next two weeks, it's kind of like just manage, manage, you know, staying, keeping it clean, keeping it covered, um, and keeping it as immobile as possible, doing some movement. Um, and I'll be honest, I was kind of like, not sure how to feel about that. And I talked to my mom about that because I know I've spoken to some friends and other athletes who have been through surgery similar, and they were kind of put right into PT. So I was a little nervous about that, but I'm also trusting this doctor because she's like one of the best and she works with a lot of MLB players. So I feel confident that she's guiding in the right direction. Um, so that's my little backstory kind of going into today's episode, which is helping you guys out there who might be experiencing a setback, um, and, you know, going through a surgical procedure and, you know, maybe you are somebody that is still on your weight loss journey or you're on, you know, you're in a fitness journey, whatever your journey might be. I'm going to talk about my personal journey and what I'm planning on doing and hope that will help you guys all out. So before I go into that, I want to talk about some of the mistakes that a lot of people make when they do have a setback like this. Um, surgery, whatever injury, sickness is that they abandon all of their habits, particularly if you are somebody that is dialing in your, or you're dialed in on your nutrition, you're dialed in on your training. They just abandon those things altogether. They just are like, whatever, right now my focus is I've got to recover. And you're right. You do have to recover, but you should still be managing and maintaining as much structure and routine in your day as you possibly can. Once again, why do I think I feel so good right now? Because of that. I didn't just lay in bed. I was literally up walking. My mom's like, you're going for a walk. I'm like, yes, I've got to move. I've got to get some movement in. It's going to help me feel better. It's going to help get my cortisol levels to kind of generate some fight or flight response. It's going to help me get better. My body is used to training four to five hours a day and I'm not doing that. So I think a little bit of walking is probably going to be very therapeutic for it. So you, you've got to maintain some structure. I'm trying to keep movement around the same times of my day. So that's usually going to be between seven and nine and usually between two and four. I'm going to make sure that around those times of the day, I'm doing something active. It's not going to be always in the gym. It might be just going for a walk or doing some shopping or, or taking care of some things that I can do. Maybe it's going to be creating some videos, whatever it might be, but I'm going to be active during those times. And I want to keep that structure and that routine built in. Okay. So nutrition, I am not just going to be like, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I am actually more dialed in at my nutrition. In fact, my mom's like, would you want to have pizza last night? And I'm like, well, I would. And I know that part of me is like, right now, you know, you're not training as much. Like it's not going to affect your training, but it's going to affect my recovery. So I want to optimize my nutrition right now. 
I want to make sure I'm eating really good. I want to get enough protein in. I want to get all the right nutrients. I want to limit anything that's going to cause any inflammation on my body as much as I possibly can. Does that mean I'm going to be inflexible? No, I actually am going to use this time as well. And I'm going to go into that to, to have a little bit more flexibility, but I'm going to choose when that's going to be. And right now it's all about getting me feeling good. So, um, but abandoning that, another thing that they do is that they tend to think that like, they can't do anything that like, there's just, because this has happened to them that they they just have to completely abandon all of their goals. There's nothing that they can work on. And when it comes to health and fitness, there's always things that we can be optimizing. So now I'm going to kind of segue into what my plan is. And I'm going to go into, go into a couple of things that I wrote down here that I want to make sure I covered. First thing is my nutrition plan, which is where we're starting now. Um, the hard thing for me, I'm going to be 100% honest is I normally eat between 3000 and 3,500 calories a day. And I know that I'm not training the volume that I have been training at, but before this happened, my goal was to put on some weight again and to get stronger and to build. And I've got to stay committed to those goals. I'm giving myself the first week or two because I can't train high volume to not stress so much about that goal. And just to allow myself to not have the mental stress of overfeeding my body for weight gain and just think about feeding my body for overall recovery. And as I shift to where I can actually lift some weights in the gym, uh, which we're going to go into next, I will start to focus on building phase again with the right type of weight being built. Um, but right now I just want recovery. Now I'm not dropping my calories drastically because in the recovery process from an injury, our body actually requires a lot more energy. We actually need energy to repair tissue. Primarily we need protein and we need fats. Like we do need carbohydrates as well, but the protein, the fats is what we're going to really need to help get the recovery in the right types of fat. So I'm going to be eating a lot more grass fed beef, um, getting in a lot more omega threes, and I'm going to be eating, um, obviously a lot more protein. I'm not going to be worried about getting well over 135 grams of protein a day. I'm probably going to be pushing 200 because I want all that protein to just go. I, I want to cover the bases plus some, I'd rather steal a little bit from carbohydrates for more protein just to ensure there's enough protein on board. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to skimp on the protein right now. Um, that's going to be my nutrition, keeping a lot of high quality nutrients in which I already have a pretty clean diet. If you ever eat with me, you know, I eat a ton of veggies, um, supplementation. I'm honestly a supplement. I'm a lazy supplement taker. I don't like taking a lot of supplements, but I am going to really dial down and, and make sure that I'm taking all of my supplements. That means I'm taking my microfactor every single day. Microfactor is made by first form. If you want the link, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but it's an overall nutrient pack. There's all kinds of things in there and they're all separated. So I'm not just getting a blend. I'm getting a right, the right dosage of everything, which also makes it easy for me to add in a couple of the other supplements that I know that my body needs to heal. So I'm hitting my microfactor. I'm also hitting an extra dose of fish oil along with vitamin D, vitamin K, and I'm actually going to start taking collagen protein. Collagen protein is one that I'm not like super, it's like, eh, it's kind of like gimmicky in terms of, and I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of collagen protein, but I probably am going to a little bit is it's kind of like, well, does it actually work? Uh, well, it depends on what you're asking. Does it work for in terms of effectiveness of collagen protein? You want to make sure that you're getting the right types of collagen protein. Uh, so one of those type two collagen proteins, and I will talk more about that. Uh, and I think I'm going to just record a podcast episode on collagen protein, but, um, and you want a hydrolyzed, uh, uh, collagen protein, 
but I, I'm going to start taking collagen protein as part of my protein supplementation. I'm going to be overloading. So I'm okay with that being part of it. If I was only having the minimum, I would not be counting that towards my protein, but because I'm going over and above, I will. Um, and that's going to just, I'm doing all the things I can to optimize the supplements I'm taking. Um, so fish oil, microfactor, collagen, vitamin D, vitamin K, obviously I'm going to keep maintaining my creatine dosage. Um, I really don't take a lot of pre supplements and everything like that. So that's my nutrition plan. Um, going into my training plan. And this is what I really want to help you guys all out with is maybe you're not limited by a shoulder injury. Maybe you're limited by a leg injury. Maybe it's a back injury. Um, I've kind of taken a look at, okay, what can I actually do without an arm? Okay. So the first thing that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to write down all the movements that I can do if I had one arm. Like if I was an amputee with one arm, what are all the things that I could do? And I'm going to write all those things down. And that's how I'm going to be building some of my CrossFit style workouts. Um, that's how I'm going to be looking at what I can actually optimize. And two, I'm going to set some goals around some of the bigger things that I can do. So I'm going to reach a 300 pound back squat by the end of this year. So one of my goals going into 2024 is to have a 300 pound back squat, something that I've never gotten been able to achieve. And I want to hit that number. So that's going to be one of my goals. Uh, and I can do that with one arm. So uh, I'm also going to be reaching out to a gymnastic specialist because I love the gymnastics aspects of CrossFit. And I want to be able to use this time when I can't use an arm in terms of doing those gymnastics movements to work on some of the other parts of my body that I can develop to make me better at those gymnastics when I get back into using this arm again, full throttle, which is things like um, core strength and hip power, uh, developing a lot of explosive power, which is going to be another part of my training program is a lot more speed work, a lot more plyometrics, a lot of those things that I can do that when I get back to doing things like snatches and jerks, I am more powerful than I've ever been in my athletic career. I am going to be a power athlete this year. And I am like, this is where I can kind of tell you guys is that as depressed as I am about not being able to use my arms, I can also look at all the opportunities I have because I wouldn't be doing these things because I'm too comfortable doing what I've already been doing. And now I'm going to take this opportunity to work on all of those things. And I'm going to make sure I'm reaching out to the right people to help me develop the right kinds of training programs. I'm not going to have a particular quote unquote coach, but I am going to have some specialists help me out with doing this. I'm going to take the legwork. So if you're not that serious about your training, that's okay. Start with just writing that list and setting some goals around those things on that list that you can work on. So it's not always going to be the fun things. Maybe you're like, I guess I can get better at running. Yeah, maybe you can. And maybe you won't hate running so much, you know? So it's things like that that you guys can focus on. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm also going to be, like I said, maintaining my training schedule as much as I can. Um, I'm also going to be, and this is a huge thing, something that I have not talked about yet and I haven't really talked about anybody is going towards the end of 2022. Um, I am going to admit I have been extremely overtrained. And this is not just a, I am a little bit tired. Um, it, no, there has been, there has been overtraining associated with it. In fact, I think that part of why this injury happened is it was an overtraining related injury. And I'm being vulnerable by tearing, telling you guys that. Am I upset about it? Absolutely not. I love training. It's, it's easy for me to overtrain. It's also very hard for me to overtrain because there's a lot, it takes a lot for me to overtrain. 
And when I say that, I know it's because I was driven and I don't regret it. I don't regret any hours I spent in the gym, but I think that I'm also going to use this time to train less and work on the mental aspect of less is more and really focus on building quality and trusting that I don't have to do that much volume, which is going to be hard for me. It is. It's going to be really hard for me. Uh, and so just changing a little bit about my, my workout structure and schedule, knowing that going into the CrossFit games, yes, I will have to pick my training back up again, but I want to have an off season. And I've never really had an off season because I've always wanted so much from myself and never gave myself time to just take time off. And I'm going to use this time as well for that. And that's quite the opposite of a lot of you guys out there. So I think that for a lot of you guys out there, what I want you to know is you should really be looking at maintaining as much structure as you can. Um, for me, that's just going to look like the same structure, but that, that timing, that time spent in this gym is probably going to be a little bit more mobility focused, a little bit more injury prevention focused, a little bit less, like how much work can I get done in two hours type of a thing. So that's a little bit about my training. And, and the next thing is really prioritizing my mindset work and my recovery, meaning I am going to dive into, like I've already been this past year working with a mindset coach is really getting a, a developing a lot more mindset awareness and, and using that awareness, not just knowing it's there, like knowing the things I'm doing right and wrong, but actually acting differently about them. And diving into that, diving into my recovery and, and really just taking this as an opportunity to come back a stronger athlete. And, and so I hope that this episode will kind of help you guys out there because I know how hard it is to have a setback and think that you guys just have to sit back and watch everybody else get fit, but you don't. And some other advice I want to give you guys all out there that is different from me is that a lot of people are a lot of people out there that are dealing with setbacks and injuries are also in a group fitness class and do not be afraid to show up to your gym and your class and ask for modifications and ask for help and ask for ways to, to troubleshoot how you can work around your injury. That is what your coaches are there for. And if you don't have a coach that you feel like is good enough to do that, like that knows what you're doing, find one, find somebody that understands what it feels like to have a setback and, and can actually help you guys with things. Maybe you are dealing with an injury and you know that you need to focus on your nutrition, not a plug for nutrition coaching, but maybe it is time for you to be like, Hey, maybe I should use this time to clean things up and, and really focus on that area of things. I never understood this. And this is just a different mindset is whenever people can't work out, they, they tell me like, Oh, well, I couldn't hit the gym. And it, it just makes my cravings so much worse. I end up overeating the wrong things. I'm like, dude, when I'm not in the gym, I am like more careful with my food because I'm like, I'm not burning as many calories. I don't really understand that message. Like, so I feel like if anything, if you're having a layoff or a setback, man, it's a prime opportunity for you guys to focus on fat loss and, and getting yourself dialed in because you don't have to worry about, okay, am I going to feel like, you know, tired in my workout? You know, you can actually, you're moving less. So you can actually be a little bit more relaxed about it. So I'm really going to be optimizing, um, that myself. So just knowing that you can still do something. So really don't be afraid to, you know, take ownership in your, in your group classes as well. Um, so hopefully that was helpful for you guys all out there in terms of what you should be doing. So if I'm to give you guys advice, here's my advice that I'm going to be using going into this 2023 season for me is dialed in nutrition, focusing on quality, getting in enough calories, enough nutrients, hitting my supplement stack with seriousness, like not skipping dosages, making sure it's a priority, 
and I'm maintaining as much structure as I can in my training. And I'm focusing on building some goals that are built around the things that I can do rather than focusing on what I can't do. And all of those things are going to lead me to what I'm going to share with you guys now is, so my goal for this year, um, I'm going to share my goal because you know what they say? They say that the people that share their goal are like, I think it's like you are 50% more likely to achieve a goal if you actually share it. And then if you actually hire somebody to hold you accountable to it, it's like 75%. And then I think if you actually have a person, you know, like doing it with you, it's like 90%. I forget. There's this whole like formula or whatever, but regardless, I know if I tell you guys out there, I'm more likely to achieve it. So my goal going into the season and why this also is sad is I really want to go in and freaking crush the 35 to 39 division. Like I was like, you know what, Cheryl, I think it's time for you to say, I know you want to do the open division. Cause I do feel like I'm fit enough to compete. Not, I would never be able to win in the CrossFit games in the open division, but I think I'm still strong enough and fit enough to compete in the open division. But I'm like, yeah, but you know what? Why not win in your age group? And I really wanted to go in and try and crush 35 to 39 division. Like I wanted to be number one. And regardless if that's cocky or confident or not, I do feel like in my heart, I know I believe in myself enough to know that's achievable. And whether it, I get there or not, I know that I will enjoy the journey of becoming that person. And this in some ways felt like, fuck, well, there we go again. An injury set me back. And I took last year off to kind of focus on getting stronger and getting fitter. And now I've got to take this season off. So little thing is you guys never remember nothing's guaranteed. So, um, always remember to enjoy the process. And I mean, a little tangent is like I said that, like, but not getting off tangent. So my goal is to now take that, that drive and roll it right into 2024. And what's even better is going into 2024. Uh, I'm going to be 38 in May of this year. So I'll be 39 in May of 2024. So I will be the oldest in the 35 to 39 division. And my goal is to win. I'm going to try and win the 35 to 39 division. And whether I do or not, doesn't matter because I'm going to enjoy, enjoy the journey. And that is why I also said right near a tangent is, you know, nothing is guaranteed. There's no guarantee in life. I took this past season off to get stronger so that I can be good for 2023. And look, I'm out for 2023. This is going to be the first year where I don't get to do the open, but I probably will still do the open, but I'll probably just do the modified one arm version of everything. Um, but nothing in life is guaranteed. So I am going to give this year hell. And this is all my athletic goals that I'm sharing with you guys. And I know that there's other things I'm going to be going more importantly, what I'm going to be really focusing on outside of this is that I have spent the last 13 years of my life or so really dedicated to being a CrossFit athlete um, and, and loving that life. And I love it. And I don't want to give it up. I'm not ready to, I'm like right now. I'm like, I don't want to give that up. I love what I do. Um, but I have also neglected a lot of things, a lot of relationships, a lot of things. I, I don't take vacations. I don't take time off. I don't, I don't like getting away from my house. Like I, I like to be in my, in my own routine. If you've ever heard of retired athletes, you hear them talk about how it's nice to be able to go on a vacation and not stress about where you're going to work out. Like that's a huge thing. And I'm excited to take this year to also work on helping more of you guys out there with your nutrition and growing my nutrition business. Um, because I know that I have now more time to dedicate to some other fun endeavors that I have on my list and also just building some relationships with friends and family and, uh, doing some other fun things coming into this, you know, off season for me. So off season is going to be a season of growth in other areas of my personal life while 
maintaining and growing in my athletic life as well. So that's all I got. I see a ton of comments and I have not been looking at them on purpose. Like I said, I always like to share this because, or talk first, because I don't like to um, go in there and then get sidetracked. So um, Corey and Bruce, you guys are awesome. I'm so glad um, you are early, but I'm late. No. So Kenneth, so I was kind of like, I was supposed to go at 1130 and then I had a call and I forgot about the call. And so then I had to like eh, quickly like change the calls or the, the podcast time. But um, the faster I can get in, the better. Um, I also think that collagen protein, I don't think it would make you put on weight, but it sounds like maybe you're not controlling the calories from it. Um, and what's funny is I do think that it will help my nails grow. I wish that my hair grew as fast as my nails do. Um, I used to look both running shoulder impingement. Okay. So not shoulder impingement. Um, but if you are dealing with shoulder impingement, don't ignore it. Make sure you're doing your prehab rehab. Um, and thank you, Bruce Wayne for wishing me a speedy recovery. Um, all right. And Corey, I love that. If your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. Well guys, this was my episode. Um, oh, I got you. Yes, for sure. Uh, if you're dealing with shoulder impingement, you should definitely not be ignoring that. And I'll be honest, I see so many people ignore that shit in the show. I, I would I would see people come into the gym and they're like picking up the barbell to snatch. And they pick they do the snatch and they're like, ooh. And they kind of like hold their shoulder funky. And I'm like, does that hurt? And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> yes, it fucking hurt. And they don't want to tell me that. And I'm like, if it hurts, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Like, let's try and get it, you know, so couple of other things I'm going to be telling you guys I didn't even mention. Um, I am fortunate that I have the crossover symmetry system. I am going to be, as soon as I'm cleared, I am going to be doubling down on that. That is going to be a game changer for my recovery. So I will be doubling down on that as soon as I'm cleared for it. Um, and I know that she's going to be on board with that as well. Um, I am excited and nervous and all of the above for what's to come for me, but I'm also really excited to be sharing it with you guys. So I will be posting my, I don't know if people are going to like this or not, but on my Instagram, I'm going to start parking, posting every single workout I do for the next six months and not every single workout, but every single session, I'm going to post a couple of clips and I'm going to start today with what I did today and um, just kind of show you guys like my mobility and how I'm going to be kind of, you know, building things up. I'm going to go visit a couple of gyms, uh, if not today, tomorrow, just to kind of take a look at what equipment I can use. Um, there's an LA fitness there and there's an anytime fitness that I are both going to, they have a belt squat machine to where I can load myself from my lower body and I have to use my upper body. So all kinds of cool things to come in the next uh, six to eight weeks or so. So, uh, but stay tuned guys. Um, I will bring more nutrition tips on my next episode, but did want to kind of talk a little bit about training tips because I know that this is also uh, a lot of you guys out there deal with setbacks. And remember a setback can be an opportunity if you, you learn to shift your mindset and uh, talk to y'all soon. Bye.